Welcome to our community. This is Saratova Betz. We're going to do something short for Chafei Shvat. So here is, of course, the question. Um, why a woman in this generation begins to usher in the Geula? And what does that mean? We discussed in the previous shear that... Um, there are, three fa- there are three phases in the Nesias of the Rebbeiyats. We said 10, 11, and 22, which is in last week's Shear. And the third, you know, one phase you could say is the world is opposing holiness. The world says no. No. This is a world. You don't bring holiness here. I'm really sorry. More than I'm sorry. You don't bring holiness here. Who said that? The Romans, the Greeks, the Persians. All our enemies, go away or stop your holy activities. This is the regular world of ten. You can't bring holiness here. We will make sure you don't. This was the language of the world, the action of the world, for all of Jewish history. But then when that is complete, Yod Yod, then the world stops resisting so much and now you're able to pour holiness into the world. But the world still remains, you know, there's a world and then there's holiness that the world is not resisting anymore. That's a huge step forward. One is the world says, remember that at heart Sinai, that was the ultimate, uh, what's called 11 into 10. Hashem's very essence, which is very big, so to speak, into a physical, entering into a physical world. And that's why there was a reaction on the part of the world. No, no, go away. The whole world stopped. It became bottle at Harsina, at, at, at Matantyra, the whole world stopped. The bird didn't chirp. Nothing happened. It stopped for those moments when the tire was given. But it did what it needed to do. Hashem had to put his essence into the world, even if the world would resist and even if the world wasn't quite ready. Hashem has his reasons why he times it that way. But at some point in history, the world will stop resisting. And that moment was Yod Shvat or Yod Shvat Yod The world of ten stopped resisting holiness. And so the eleven, the essence of Hashem, started coming into this world. But if the world stops saying no, that's not, you know, you spend 15 years trying to convince somebody to take certain vitamins, and they say no, 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 no. And one day they say, okay, fine. Uh, all right, whatever. You put them on you put them on the table, I'll take them. Put them beside some water, fine, I'll take them. But that doesn't mean they're a big fan of vitamins and they're going to help you. They're not on board. They're okay, but they're not on board. But once we come to a point, and that point started, Tavshin Memchef, 11 from above and 11 from below. The world is no longer resisting. The world is on board. Hashem is on board. The essence of Hashem from above, the essence of Hashem from below. They're both on board. They meet in the middle. That's Chafesh, 22, Chafesh Shvat. Who has the ability to usher in such an era, a man or a woman? Very simple, a woman. 
and why, and probably will um, finish off this year on a with a question. Um, it says that there are three things that are marchiv daitam shel adam. There are three things that marchivim daitam shel adam. There are three things that expand the das of a man. Bayisna, dirana, a beautiful apartment, kelimnaim, beautiful furniture, and ishana, a beautiful wife. It's marchiv daitam shel adam person lives in a beautiful home with beautiful furniture and a beautiful wife, it gives him our Chavah Sadas. Whatever Chavah Sadas is, it gives it to him. Now, here's the question. So there are a couple of questions here. Who is this man whose Das needs to be expanded? In this case, it's Adama Elyon. It's not just a man, it's Hashem. Adama Elyon. He is looking for her Chavah Sadas. Marchi Daita, his Das, whatever Hashem's Das is, he wants it expanded. So how does he get it expanded? Let's see, I need expanded Das, what do I do, what do I do, I need expanded Das. Aha! It says in Tyra, the three things expand the Das of a man. Dirana, Kalimna, and Yishayafa, a beautiful wife. So who's the beautiful wife? Who's the wife of Adam Elyon? Us. So when we appear in all our beauty with our beautiful mitzvahs, boom, you've got number one, you've got the beautiful wife. Hashem has the beautiful wife who's doing, who's adorning herself in the most beautiful mitzvahs. Now, at the same time, he wants beautiful vessels. Probably that's all the stuff with which we, that we do mitzvahs with and we make the world, all these things of the world into a vessel for his, his very essence. So there, boom, you've got beautiful vessels. And then, a beautiful place to live, a beautiful home. So Hashem says, right, all three give a person, give Adama Elyon Harchavasadas. So, one 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 statement and one question that we'll we'll end on. Here's the statement. Here's the question. Sorry, two questions. If Hashem wants this expansion, this uh, this home that gives him harchavas adas, expanded das, is he going to get a man to decorate his home or a woman? That's a no-brainer. A man will give him a basic. Dear Betachtain. Basic. No frills. Functional. It works. That's it. It works. You survive there. That's the masculine type of Dear Betachtain. Hashem says, no, 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 no. I want the feminine kind of Dear Betachtain. Because the first one is, because it doesn't, here, watch this. The masculine one would go together with this idea. Three things are necessary for a man to survive. A functional dira. Just watch this. It doesn't say this entirely, but um, watch this. A functional dira, a functional apartment, functional furniture, and a functional wife. Right? He needs a place that 
the windows work. You know, like the, the apartment works. He can afford the rent. And he has a place. He has a roof over his head. It works. It works. Good enough. That's the masculine one. The furniture buys a bunch of chairs. They don't fall apart. That's it. They work. You sit down. It works. The table, you know, big enough to put your food on. Good enough. It works. Basic. Functional apartment. Functional furniture. Functional Kalen. And functional wife. I need my three meals a day on time. She makes my three meals a day on time. Good enough. That's it. Basic. It works. I'm surviving. We're managing. That's the masculine. If it's not broken, don't touch it. The feminine instinct will never settle for that. The feminine instinct says, but it has to be cute and cozy and beautiful. So if a man looks at an apartment, he'll ask himself, how's the price? What has the neighborhood? How is it near transportation? Parking, yes, no, good. Fine, check, 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 check. That's it. It's kind of like, imagine a shiver where a person says, let's see, I need this, 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 this in a, in a, in a partner. So they meet somebody and say, check this, check that, check this, check that. Okay, good, let's get married. Doesn't work that way. But that's the masculine approach. Boom. I find an apartment, right price, right location, this and that. That's it. I'll take it. You like it? I don't know. I didn't think about it. She just saw the criteria. That's the masculine. A woman looks at an apartment. She has to fall in love with it. She has to feel, oh, it's a possibility of how cozy she could feel in that place. Otherwise, she doesn't take it. What's with the cozy thing? Not only that, the furniture, she has to feel like, yeah, ah, I love this furniture. She may not always have the luxury of doing that, but really in her dreams, if she could, she really wants to be surrounded only by warm, cozy, yummy things. And if she can't afford all those warm, cozy, yummy things, so she'll put little trinkets around to make it warm and cozy. Even if she has to get basic chairs and a basic table, so she'll get cute trinkets. She won't get basic trinkets. She'll get cute little tashkas for the table to make it feel warm and cozy because that's the feminine instinct. Kaylin Nine, beautiful vessels. And then the third thing is Isha Nut. Nobody says, you know, maybe if they're on their fifth marriage, like, I just need somebody who will cook me three meals a day, so I'll hire a housekeeper. Okay. There's a little more that's required in a, in a shidduch, like, oh, like a, a big appetite for, yeah, this is the person I want for my life. So, if that's the case, that's the Isha Na, the pleasant wife, the pleasant, the, the pleasant vessels, the pleasant home, the pleasant wife. Not the functional. Hashem says, I want that. I want the cozy, yummy home, cozy, yummy that's, uh, furniture, cozy, you know, Wonderful wife. Why? So, by the way, sorry. So, therefore, Hashem says, what well, do you think? I'm going to get a man to do that. He'll never do it. I need a woman to be the one who begins this era of ushering in the Geula. How do you know that the Geula is ushered in? Because it begins the era in which the world not only doesn't 
fight Hashem's essence, doesn't fight truth, it not only is willing to accept it, it not only welcomes it a little bit, it even goes further and says, you, Hashem, want to send holiness and truth? Guess what? We, the world, want it too. We are walking in sync with you. We're walking in step with you, Hashem. Whatever you want, we want. Now, that's a chiddush. That's a chiddush, because that didn't exist for all of history. All of history, the world said, we will fight whatever Hashem wants. We will fight Hashem. Interesting that in such a short time, well, the fall of the Iron Curtain, right after Shabbat then you have the fall, fall of the Iron Curtain. It's one piece. The woman, Rebbe Tzimchayim Mushka, begins to usher it in. The world starts to walk in sync with the of Hashem, with truth, with tired truth. You know, like, it's more, the masculine instinct is more like, let's argue and let's fight and who's going to win. And the feminine is like, like, let's all get along. Let's find a way to all be on the same side. So you, so you see, a woman ushers in the gu'ula, starts to usher in the gu'ula when everybody's on the same side. Hashem wants to send holiness into the world, and the world is saying, I, well, we, have, we want holiness to be sent. We're all starting to move to the same side. Very feminine. And so the last question that I'm going to leave everybody with, and I'm not going to pretend that I have the answer. It's better to be left with a question than with an answer. When you get an answer, it's just another thing you have to remember, and it gets boring. So here's the question. Three things expand the das of a man. And in this, and that's why Hashem says, I am the man, Adama Elyon. And three things will expand my das. The question, question I'm going to leave you with is, why does Hashem want his das expanded? What does that leave us? What does that create for Hashem? What does that mean? I'll leave you a, a few questions, all one piece. What does that mean, Harchavas Adas of Hashem? Hashem with expanded das. What is that? What is the difference between Hashem with less expansive das and more expansive das? What would that look like? I'm not sure. And then why does he want expansive das? Not sure. We know how he gets it. We know that he wants it, and that's why he's saying, I want, you know, beautiful. We, we got that so, because he wants expansive dust, but we don't know why he wants expansive dust. We know how he'll get there and why he chose a woman. She's the one who will give him the, those three things. But why does he want the expansive dust? Not sure. We just know that he wants it and what he's doing to do it. And then the other question is, what's our part in it? Does he want Harshavasa Das, expansive Das, maybe? Because we're one piece with him. 
When his das, what is das? A deep understanding of truth. You think Hashem doesn't have a deep understanding of truth? If he doesn't, then who does? He clearly has a deep understanding of truth. So what, what is he looking for? Is he doing it because of us? Is it because when he has an expanded sense of depth of truth, then we do too? Or vice versa? What? What would it look like in everyday life between Hashem having limited das, so to speak, and expansive das? When it says, it expands the das of man, what will that look like in everyday life when it is implying Hashem? I actually don't know the answer. Um, And I'll end with this little piece here. We see, I mean, this is just a little bit of a recap. We see when it comes to Nisheyev ben Yisrael, a dear B'Pashas, a regular place, the Iker beauty, the Gashmis and Baruchnis depends on the woman, a Karatha bias. The Indian of beauty, the Kayaf to achieve beauty, especially there, by women, Isha Na'a, Kala Na'a v'chasida. Ain Isha A woman was not created other than for beauty. Not to be beautiful. It's good to be beautiful. To create beauty. You know, it sounds so, you know, the feminists could take it and make a whole uh, song and natural. Oh, a woman was created for beauty. No, 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 no. A woman was created to create, brought into the world to create beauty. Which means spiritual beauty from which physical beauty comes. Um, and therefore, in the Sheyu Yisrael, the main avida of making this dirana with Kalim Naim for Hashem is on us. And that's why we have those mitzvahs, those three main mitzvahs, lighting Shabbos candles, Shabbos and Yantif, Kashris, and Taras and Mishpacha, Hachain. Hadlaka um, uh what's Chas, uh, oh, forget. Hachain um, means Chain and Yaisi, beautiful. Um, and it means um, making a beautiful home and beautiful, beautiful vessels. And includes the union of Chinuch, Chinuch of sons and daughters, and Chinuch of all of, of, of the entire world. We are the mechanism of the entire world. We bring that beauty. We bring that hachin to the entire world. Um, and we'll end with this. As the Rebbe is saying, the minhag of Yiddish mothers to sing to their small children, the sweetest thing, the most beautiful. And that inculcates in a child, a deep love for all things of Terramitsus. So that is our job, to inculcate within every spiritual or physical child in the world. To bring that beauty of the truth of Tyra to every single person in the world, every single student, every single person we come into contact with, even for one moment, is our child on some level. And we are there to do that. And remember, we're leaving with the question, why does Hashem want this expansive das? 
let's take it on for homework and figure it out. What would the world look like with, what would it look like without it and with it? And how much does that affect the quality of the Gula Mitis Fashlima? And Hashem, we're saying, Hashem, you chose us. Why ever you want it, we're planning to give it to you. We're working on giving it to you. Through building for you the most beautiful home in this physical world forever. All being filtered through the base of Migdashashlishi. All the beauty in the world through that place. And we look forward, Ms. Hashem, today, before Chafbeshvat, to see, be, be seen by Hashem and see Hashem in the base of Migdashashlishi in the Gula Mitis Hashlema immediately now.